Hello, long time no seen, and welcome to the Two Dudes Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Pulsifer, alongside... Pain. Wait, still? I mean, this was, that, was, yeah. that was months ago. Come on. Dude, when your team loses the Super Bowl, you will understand pain. My team can't even make it to the Super Bowl. We'll deal with that later. Your team won six times. I don't want to hear it. Five, excuse me. Sorry. No, no, six. See, I can't even count. That's how sad I am. I mean, the Penguins will hold me over in the recent championships, at least. But do you want to talk about it? You know, therapists say that is the best way to get over it. I am known as a natural-born therapist myself. So, you know what? I'm Dr. Ryan right now. Lay lay your trauma on me. I just keep having this recurring nightmare. Okay. And in that nightmare, Patrick Mahomes drops back, and he only gets sacked by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive line. Are you sure you weren't just watching highlights of the game? No. This was last night. Because I'm pretty sure that's just that was the entire game. It was just Patrick Mahomes versus the world. Okay, well, in all seriousness, can I go on a tiny rant about it? Hey, you know what? We're nothing here at Two Dudes if we aren't rant machines, so go for it. The floor is yours. All right, well, first things first, to the Two Dudes fan base, thank you so much for sticking with us. I know we were gone for quite a bit, and that was entirely Ryan's foot. No, I'm joking. It was uh, <laughs> we both <laughs> share the blame for that, I believe. Yeah. Um, just times where we just weren't available to talk to each other, record, and actually the biggest reason we would have had this out the Monday or Tuesday after the Super Bowl. But your boy here, Wyatt, he he kind of messed up with the editing and may have deleted the entire thing. Is that so, what happened? Um, that that might very well be what happened. Um, we just kind of blamed the app. I didn't, I didn't realize we were supposed to blame you for that. Well, you see, I initially did blame the app because I couldn't bear with my own faults. But it also was somewhat the app's fault, too, because um, it, it's it's a lot. But I will take the blame for it because I was the editor for that episode. And so that's my bad to the two dudes fan base. And if you're still hanging around, you're a real one. We thank you so much for tuning in. However, pain. I've come to know that four-letter word a lot more than I had in times past. You see, when your team wins the Super Bowl, you're on top of the world, right, Ryan? Oh, you wouldn't know. Um, But when your team loses the Super Bowl, it's hard knocks life, is it not? I wouldn't know. Now, would I? I don't know. Like, when was the last time Pittsburgh won? I wasn't. It was like a little over a decade, I think. We beat the Cardinals, which to show you how yes, long it, ago it was the Cardinals. Yeah, that was the two thousand eight Madden. No, no. Um, maybe it was eleven or ten. I I don't know. It was one of the Maddens that had like that as part of it. But anyways, all that aside, you were alive when Ben Roethlisberger threw that incredible pass to the corner of the end zone. To who was it? That would have been, oh goodness, I'm not sure who it would have been. Oh man, I'm looking bad. Yeah, I didn't start following football until like three years ago. So <laughs> the old, the older names just go through me sometimes. 
Yeah, that's me just trying to expose Ryan there. But let's talk about the actual game. What a game if you are a Buccaneers fan because you literally only got filled with blessings. You got Tom Brady on your team, and he makes his way through the season, and you think there's no way old man's going to win it again, and he does. Kudos to him. He has seven rings. He and Ariana Grande are sitting up above everyone else right now. But yikes. If you're the Kansas City Chiefs, yikes. You lose two of your starting offensive linemen. And then, of course, the reasonable thing to do is to cut both of them. Makes sense. Uh, We'll get that eventually. I have a whole other issue with that. Ryan, do you know what I'm talking about? I think I do. You are not going to like me very much later. I will just say that. (laughs) Anyways, 31 to 9. A 22-point game. 22-point difference. Mahomes couldn't do squats. But at the same time, Mahomes was the only one for the Chiefs doing anything. Defense wasn't there. Offensive line was non-existent. They were like, you know those blocks you used to build with when you were in preschool? You make cool towers or whatever through them, but they were so easy to break down. You know what I'm talking about? I do. I kind of do. Well, our players were like made of those blocks. It's just so easy to push through. I mean, it was bad. Which is kind of ironic. Because if you watch them, they weren't blocking at all. Thank you. Well, Mahomes, he might honestly have had two or three of the greatest throws ever thrown in a football game. Ever. And guess what they weren't? Catches. Catches. Dropped. How many times did a ball hit them in the face or in the chest? And Tyreek Hill or Sammy Watkins or – no, Sammy might not have been playing that game. All these different receivers, even Kelsey, I mean, just wide open drops. There's an image that went viral of Mahomes throwing sideways in the air. Sideways in the air. Like literally horizontal, laying down, boomed it 30 yards into the end zone, hits a guy right in the face, and he can't catch it. Now, to be clear, let's also make sure we disassociate the Nicole Hardman. I think it was him in the back of the end zone because what an effort that was on his part. That was the only – one of the only plays I was like, hey, someone other than Mahomes tried. Okay, yeah, you're exactly right there. McCole did try on that throw, and literally that I give props to Tampa Bay's defense – they set themselves up to prepare for something incredible. And that was incredible. And they defended it well. It was a throw to the deep back corner of the, it was the deep left corner of one of the end zones. And it was, if that wasn't threading the needle, I don't know what was. And it was unfortunately incomplete. Really could have been caught, but it would not be an easy catch under any circumstances. I'm just upset. That night, I went in my room, and I'd be lying to you if I didn't cry a little bit. Um, You know, I've been a fan of this team for 11, 12 years, however long it's been. I mean, lifelong, dedicated fans. I really started rooting for this team the season they went 2-14. and Like, this is not a bandwagon attempt of mine to root for the Chiefs. This is who I am. As a sports fan, it's my identity. That and the natural predators. But that's Hockey Podcast, which you will be seeing the first episode of the next season for hockey coming up, unless the draft episode is our first episode. Oh, first we'll episodes of our we'll next get a season. hockey one done. 
we'll get a hockey one done. Y'all deserve better than us, but you're stuck with us. So, you know, just cry about it a little bit. Um, anyways, <laughs> Super Bowl. I said I'd talk about that for like five minutes or so. I'm just going to leave it to Ryan's comments because I don't think there was anything terrible with the refs going on in that one. I mean, nothing lopsided like it was in the NFC Championship game. If there was a little bit of controversy, it's nothing noticeable two months later. So, Ryan? All I'm going to say, and this in the original one we recorded, I didn't point this out, but I'm thinking about it a lot. This Chiefs team is in some deep trouble, man. If Patrick Mahomes can't carry you to a win by himself, then you got to build a team around him, and you just gave him $50 million a year. Don't get but me wrong. Did he, we? He's worth every penny. Don't get me wrong. But that we've seen the recipe for success, and it's Tom Brady, which, by the way, I picked to win. I won the bet because as a Steelers fan, I've learned not to bet against Tom Brady. It doesn't go well. But, uh, man, I'm curious to see what the Chiefs do, especially with, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself, with Hill refusing to uh, rework his deal, which I have no issue with, by the way. Yeah, I think we're trading Tyreek. If they trade Tyreek, that will be the, what's the term I'm looking for? The boys club of the league immediately. It'll, that'll be weak. I don't I don't doubt that they might consider it, but I think if you trade Tyreek Hill, then that's free your cap some other way. Don't free it up through him. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. So let me fill you all in because we are recording this like two months after the Super Bowl because we're good podcast hosts. Yay. Anyways, um, free agency started – Players going to different teams. For instance, Johnny Smith to the Patriots. Uh, biggest free agency move. What would you think it is so far, Ryan? Oh, it's got to be Kenny Galladay to New York. It's got to be. Maybe. We'll see what he can do with a. He's moved from a trash team to a team that thinks they're okay, but is still pretty trash. Um, but that's a whole other issue. We'll, we'll touch on that later. We're We're ahead of ourselves. We started out this podcast talking about the Super Bowl, and we talked about the offensive line being non-existent in the Super Bowl for the Chiefs, which they were non-existent. There's no other way to define them except for maybe, you know, blocks, as I mentioned earlier. But (laughs) you go and you take your two injured, two probably top ten, if not top five, offensive linemen. And you cut them both because, hey, we're the Chiefs and we don't need an offensive line. Well, guess what you did? Tom Brady ran up and down the field with you all night long. The defense made Patrick Mahomes look – actually, they made him look pretty incredible. Yeah. But the stats won't tell you. Um, all of that. And also, I got to say, Pat, my fish died, and I'm really sad. But I have, an, I, have, I have a new fish, not a replacement fish. He's a different soul. But yeah, this is Bowser is a he's a chunky boy. He's pretty big. That's neither here nor there. It's a little tangent. Um, so for, part of free agency was the Chiefs in turn get Chris Long comes out of retirement, signs with the Chiefs, and they also get who was it? 
Oh no, I've been thinking of his name this whole time and I'm blanking on this Thuny. Literally the whole Joe Thuny. Dude. Right? Yeah, Joe Thuny. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Thuny. You're right. You're right. Patriots longtime offensive lineman. Probably also a top five, top ten great, offensive lineman. Great lineman. I mean, you can put them anywhere, and that is something they lack all along versatility. And I will say what people in the Chiefs kingdom are forgetting, Lawrence Duvernay Tardif. Obviously, I think he was one of my shout-outs from episodes prior, but in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, like the heat of it, uh, he left the Chiefs organization. Uh, He opted out for the season because he has a medical degree. He's a doctor. And he went back to Montreal, I believe it was, and he practiced that degree and saved many, many lives in doing so. I mean, truly such an honor and inspirational story to so many. And he is now able to come back and play for the Chiefs next season. He was really, really good. So if you're looking at the Chiefs and you have these offensive line concerns, I'm not going to say don't have them because it's a new scheme. You still have to deal with your old backups who just really aren't that good. You need to draft good offensive linemen. I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs traded up. I just wouldn't because it's hard to get a really good offensive lineman at pick 31. We're going to see what happens. Ryan, your thoughts? Um, I'm curious if he comes back or not. I wonder if he'll consider staying out another year depending on what it sits at. But I mean, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. At the end of the day, there's really not a whole lot of needs here. Watkins is gone. You know, maybe they get a receiver. Maybe they help the defense a little bit. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, their offensive line was exposed. It was brutal. It was like watching a man get hit by a truck for an hour while still trying to throw the football. They're going, I think they're going to draft a lineman. I don't know how far they need to trade. Now, admittedly, I'm not a huge draft guy. I, I never have been. But like, I'm not sure whether they'll trade up or if they'll just try to grab a guy where they are. Because, I mean, how much are you willing to pay to go up? How much better is the talent going to be? But you also also have this young guy in Edwards Alaire who you also kind of have to develop. So, I mean, offensive line is going to be such a big thing. And, frankly, I'm not sure there's a more important group in football than your offensive line. I'm really not. So You can't have any other player do their job without them. You can't even have tight ends do their job without them. Like, you think, oh, wide receivers are to the side. Well, okay, if you don't have an offensive line, then the offensive line can go out there and try and chase after the receivers. As silly as that sounds, you got to think of it schematically. You have an offensive line and a defensive line for for a reason. Pressure. That's what the play builds off of. The offensive line lines up where you set your play. If you're 10 yards back, you want to play. That can get you, depending on the situation, five to ten yards. It's all it all starts with the line. The center, the guards, the tackles. It's a whole y'all know this. You're football fans. I'm probably preaching to the choir here. The Chiefs, do they have a problem? We don't know. I don't think so. I would I don't they're the Chiefs, so it's really hard to like put your foot in the ground and be like, yeah, they have a problem. Super Bowl hangover. I don't think so. I really don't. But we don't know. Like, I think Ryan said it best earlier. They could be in deep water, deep trouble if they don't figure it out. Brett Veach, I will say, probably top three general managers in the league. Like, how on earth do you sneak Patrick Mahomes past everybody? 
Weird to think. Weird to think that Trubisky was taken before him. Speaking of Trubisky, should we just hop into free agency news? I don't see I don't see what else there is to do here. I think I think that's gonna be our bread and butter here, so I'd say we get right into it. Well, I'm gonna start off because I just think this is so funny. Okay. Ryan, how long have you been a Steelers fan? Um not that long. Uh, I haven't been in football for that long as a fan. I'm going to say probably three or four years. I think the first year that I really watched it was the Jacksonville year. Saxonville, which, who boy, what an awful year to start watching football that was. But I kind of followed it a bit before then. So I'd say about three or four years. Okay. Well... You've had some up and downs as a Steelers fan, and as long as you consistently watch them, it's been pretty much down. I mean, literally, you've got the full front of drama mm-hmm. the entire time you've watched it between Big Ben, Antonio Brown, who now has a Super Bowl ring. Are we no, really excited don't even, don't about even, that? Don't even, don't even mention his name. Don't even mention his name. I don't want to hear it. Antonio Brown. Who beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Has a Super Bowl ring because he couldn't win one with Big Ben. No. Not, not that Big Ben was really the issue in that, but he was an issue. Oh, speaking of Steelers drama, you care to explain uh, Chase Claypool? Let's be, hey, um, let's be real here. Have you seen the video? I've not actually seen the video. But... What happens is... Someone starts a fight with one of Claypool's buddies outside a bar, so they got thrown out of the bar or whatever. A uh, big group of them goes in. Claypool kind of goes, it's hard to tell. A lot of people claim he's going in to break it up. I'm not entirely sure that's what he was doing. He does kick a guy on the ground, but, I mean, it was a drunken bar fight that he didn't start. His buddy was attacked. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just like, ah, more press on the kid. Like, that's not what you want. It's not as big a deal as people are making it. At the end of the day, you don't want your players involved in that. But I think you look around the league and a young kid defending his friend in a fight, there's probably worse things. But it's just like, of course, it's a stealer because who else would it be? But I have no. Deshaun Watson. Ooh, yeah, we'll. Uh, we'll get, we'll get that. We'll maybe, get maybe that's what we'll jump next. We'll get the criminal part. Oh, there's actually another mm. player to talk about. We'll get in the criminal section of the show done now. But. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've got no issue with it. Uh, obviously, you don't want your players getting in fights off the field, but like, if you're going to get into a fight... At least let it be for a semi-noble. Yeah, at least you're defending your buddy. At least you're not starting crap. At least you're not you know, kicking a woman on the ground or anything like that. Like, at least you're going... Hey, hey, now, that lady said a racial slur. Doesn't mean you kick her when she's on the ground. That's very true. Yeah, Sorry, a, Kareem Hunt. You kind of did it to yourself. What a weird I mean, situation that was, though, eh? Like, looking back on it, what a weird mess that was. It really was. And, you know, he was on top of the world, and then he goes to that hotel. He has beef with a lot of people, and he's feeling really, really upset, and he's, it has he can be easily angered. And then, you know, he kicked himself while he was down. Oh, oh. Ooh, no, wrong, ooh. wrong. Ooh. So do we do we want to get to Watson? No, no. Trust me. Trust the process. Sorry, Philly fans. Trust the process on this one. 
Okay. All right. I want you – I started out a while ago as saying how long you've been a Steelers fan. You said about three or four years. Now it's been nothing but bad. Now – It's been quite bad. Now I want you to imagine just for a moment – being a Chicago Bears fan. I honestly, I'd probably cry myself to sleep. I really would. Wait, you'd be able to go to sleep? It's the only release from the pain I would have of being a Bears fan. So yeah, no, I think I'd have to cry myself to sleep. Imagine having the baby Bears, the Cubs, probably being better at football than your National Football League team. (laughs) Imagine acquiring Khalil Mack for a steal and still sucking. Yeah, imagine thinking you're starting quarterback. Okay, no, I got I got to do it. I got to talk about it, Ryan. All right. Bears fans, let me take you back to a simpler time. 2017. You could smell the beautiful smell of the spring coming in through the Chicago air and You've just filled with hope and anticipation. And then you go and you get Mitch Trubisky, number one overall out of North Carolina. Or wasn't he like two? I don't think he was quite one. Two, excuse me. You're exactly right. Yeah, I think um, Garrett was before him. Who? Garrett? Miles Garrett? I think you're right. If that was the same year. Um, a good pick by Cleveland, by the way. You know, oh. the whole helmet thing is yeah. neither here nor there, really. Um, also, we got to talk about the NFL awards a little bit. You know, Russell Wilson getting Walter Payton Man of the Year. And we'll I remember we'll that. that. We'll get there, I think. We say so, so many times we say we'll get there, and we sometimes don't get there, so just bear with <laughs> us. But Mitch Trubisky drafted two overall by the Chicago Bears in 2017, and the Bears fans are ecstatic. Yes, we got our franchise quarterback. Mitch is going to lead us back to the chip. Woohoo! And then the Chiefs go and draft Patrick Mahomes. And the media and the press was like, who is this kid? What on earth? Why? He has horrible feet problems, what they said. Literally, I heard someone say the exact words, he has feet problems. He doesn't have feet problems. He has problems with his mobility from time to time, as well as footing sometimes when he throws. And guess what, Ryan? He got that fixed, didn't he? I think so. I mean, NFL MVP, Super Bowl MVP, and Super Bowl run-up is a great way to start your first three years as a starter. Um, Mitch Trubisky, on the other hand, Pro Bowl Yes. Worthy of it? Not really. Um, was that the peak of his career? Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Which isn't bad for most people, but when you're second overall, a rookie season, I think it was rookie season Pro Bowl, nah, shouldn't be your peak. No. And so what happens this year in free agency, your general manager, and I'm blanking on the name because I'm sorry, Ryan, give me a break. Hey. Ryan Pitts. Who? Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace. Yeah. Not a bad name. Horrible general manager, but not a bad name. Well, great defensive general manager. He can build a defense like crazy. Well, except that he cut Kyle Fuller. Yeah, maybe he's just a bad GM. Yeah. Um, 
you would hope he has some sort of master scheme. That's the thing. All these general managers, they always have master schemes, but not all of them have the reserves just in case. Kansas City always had the reserves just in case. It's how they were able to land Tyron Matthew. It, the Honey Badger, as you know, it's why they were able to let go of Eric Berry years ago. Um, that's just me flexing my Chiefs knowledge. But anyways, back full circle, Mitch Trubisky, free agency, you get him out of Chicago. You're not signing him back. And Bears fans are like, thank you, bless the Lord on my soul, or you know, whatever religion or not religion you follow. I'm just – you were really happy is what I'm saying. And um, he goes to the Bills. Which, okay, good backup, I guess. Whatever. Yep. I don't even know if he's a good backup, honestly. Like, if he's, he wasn't that good a starter, he's probably not that good a backup. He, I mean, um, he, he was good enough to take his team to the playoffs a few times. Like, I know I rag on him a lot, and I don't think he's a starter. But as a backup, he's good. You put him in for five games in the middle of the season, he's good. That's all you can ask. Maybe. Maybe. And let's talk about the Bills real quick, because they're they're scary, man. Literally, Bills next year could be AFC champions. I could argue they probably should have been this year, but... I don't know. I'm starting to worry about the Patriots now again. You see, we had one quick vacation year where Bill Belichick was like, you know what, let's let them think they're safe. I think they'll push for a playoffs. I don't think they're Super Bowl bound yet. I think they've got more work to do. I don't either. I think they need to develop a quarterback like that, and I personally think Justin Fields is the guy for them. But we'll find out at the draft. Ryan needs to do a lot of research before then because I am superior in college football knowledge than he is. And I'm happy about it. Well, anyways, back to Chicago. You know, our dear friends up in Chicago. You get rid of Mitch, you're all super ecstatic, and then you go and you get Andy Dalton? Can I, can I, as a guy who watched him play for my second team, defend him a little bit? No. Why not? Because he's trash. Holding him to last year is not entirely fair. Say what okay. You will. Let's hold him to any year before that, and let's hold him to the high standard of his high number of playoff wins. Oh, wait, there are none. Okay, but that doesn't define a good quarterback. I mean, he's got two 4,000 passing yard seasons. If we're looking at his entire career, he has been a solid middle-of-the-pack starter. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl, but the Bears aren't asking him to win them a Super Bowl. He's asking them to make an offense that moves better than Mitch Trubisky. That's not an unfair ask. He was on That's Dallas last thing. year. I, Andy Dalton was a backup last year. Mitch Trubisky was a starter last year. I think they have their priorities wrong. And I'm sorry to was a starter last year. Do what? Don't remember he started for the Chargers and they punctured his lung. He was a starting quarterback last year. So I mean I can we can play this game all day. Herbert was the up. They got their priorities wrong, you know. What no, everybody wanted to do the Mahomes. You have a rookie quarterback. You want to bench them, have them learn. Tyrod Taylor started because the Chiefs started a precedent. You're seeing in different locations. Some teams couldn't afford to bench their stud rookies, cough, cough, Joe Burrow. So they started. What happened with Mitch Trubisky and Andy Dalton is a travesty. 
you send Mitch Trubisky away. You think you're going to give Bears fans hope. Then you get Andy Dalton. And then your Twitter team announces him as your starting quarterback in March? Yeah, that was a little bit of a weird choice. I, I didn't really get that one. Like, I'm sorry. I I'm, Okay, I used to be an Andy Dalton fan. I really did. I thought one of these days he was going to give the Bengals a Super Bowl win. I followed him. I drafted him in a fantasy football, and he always let me down. Bears fans, if you're crying, we understand. You should be. Because Ryan said the Bears aren't asking Andy Dalton to win y'all Super Bowl. And that's exactly the problem. There's no drive. There's no motivation whatsoever. And you cannot tell me Ryan Pace is in his office right now going, yeah, we got a franchise quarterback and Andy Dalton. He's going to win us a Super Bowl. No, I'm sorry. You're delusional if you think that. Yeah, I think I think Dalton can take them to 9-8. and eight. Heck, if he has a real good stretch, maybe 10-7. and seven, He can get them a playoff berth. But that's it. At the end of the day, I think Dalton's a QB who, if has a good enough team around him, which that's to be determined, he might be able to get you to the playoffs. I think a lot of people are looking at him as a bottom starter. It's like, oh, that's a little bit of a stretch, but it's also not at the same time. This team's defense is too good to be settling for Dalton. That's ultimately as a guy who actually liked Dalton last year on Dallas. Like I felt like he did as good of a job as he could have. He also had Cooper, Gallup, and Lamb, and he could not take Dallas anywhere. You're going to give him Montgomery and A Rob and no one else. That's not going to work, guys. It's not. You're not going to win. A, yeah, like, like you said, you're not winning the Super Bowl with them. It's just not happening. Put a pin in Dallas because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circle back there real quick after this. But can I just say, Bears fans, I'm sorry. I'm not. I don't like your team. Well, you know what? Ryan can be as big a jerk as he wants, but I feel sympathy because I know how you feel. And the problem is, and this is my honest opinion, and excuse me if there was a background noise there, but uh, my honest opinion, I see the Bears as the number one overall draft pick next season. Ooh, bold. Yeah, I do. I, I'm looking around. If the teams in the top of the order draft well, I think it's a lock. If you, if you follow through with Andy Dalton as your starter – if you don't get Alshon Jeffrey back at least, if you don't figure out your running back core, because I'm sorry, they're okay. Montgomery's they're good. Great. Montgomery's Montgom- good. Montgomery's okay. Cohen's okay. Oh, they're going to get the job done. I disagree. I think you're underselling them a little bit. I like that duo. I really do. Although Cohen cut right. off an injury, I'm pretty sure. So that'll be a little bit of a point of concern. Well, I'm I'm sorry, Bears fans. We've been teasing you long enough. Um, let's go to the great state of Texas for a moment, shall we, Ryan? All right. You've led with green see, and, De- and Texas. I'm not sure where this is going. It doesn't feel right. Ryan, again, hypothetically, you're a Bears fan, right? Okay, I'm sad. Go on. 
and you have to pick a new team to be a fan for. And it has to be a team that's future and that's fan base. And everything is more sad than a Bears fan base. Which team are you going to? Eagles. They won a Super Bowl like two years ago, dude. I mean, that's not too sad. Like, No. You ever go to an Eagles fan page? Every single person hates every single member of the team, and it's hilarious. I love it. Eagles fans right. choose misery, and it's great. Okay. Let me narrow it down for you just a teeny bit, see if I can kind of guide you where I'm trying to go here. Um, Are you trying? Oh, you I had- know. I know where you're going. Okay. I got you now. That's a pretty. Texans are a good second pick. Texans, yeah. Texans are probably, as an organization, the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Ooh, Coyotes give them a run for their money in the NHL, but uh, and, and Coyotes oh. are performing though. No, the Coyotes. At least the Texans got a you know a playoff win out of it. Oh wait, they beat Nashville. Never mind. I'm so confused. I think you cut out a little bit there, but I don't even care. And I'm not going to edit it because I'm lazy. And also I'm really, really disappointed and that, that you didn't pick the Texans first. I think any NHL fan would, but let's talk about Deshaun Watson for a moment because it's super, super, super important. We talk about this. Let me, I'm going to go ahead. Here's the thing. All right. And I'm a new, I'm, I'm staying neutral and I'm sure you were going to get into the quote unquote verdict looking through people's interactions i've found the problem you know at the top like 20 comments in every deshaun watson post are what they're free deshaun or the women are lying or they just want the money and that right there is the issue that has always been the issue with this matter because you're right we don't know um the first accusation was very suspicious because uh basically they Claim they didn't want money. Apparently, they wanted Deshaun first, trying to get money out of it. All right, that's suspicious. I'm willing to acknowledge that. But then there's three, and it's like, okay, that's suspicious. And then there was like seven, and then nine, and 11, and 14. And it's like, everyone's going, oh, well, there's too many. It's fake. And it's like, it's too many. You can't ignore this. Like, people are so willing to stand up for a guy that they've never met. Deshaun Watson doesn't know you exist. Sean Watson doesn't care that you exist, but you're going to sit out here and tell women that they're wrong, they're lying, and they want money, and then ask me questions about why they don't want to speak up? Preach. It's just so frustrating, and I'm a guy that kind of stays away from that whole side of the internet. Not really my thing. I I listen, I read, I don't speak on it much, because, you know, there are more qualified people than me. But the absolute just the unwillingness to even listen to women for a moment. And then those same guys comment, not all men. You're sorry, man. You're part of the problem. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you are a part of the issue because some guy making millions more than you said, and his lawyer said that he didn't do it. So they're telling the truth, right? as opposed to the women who are putting their names, their stories, and their livelihoods on the line to say this is what happened. It's it's so very believable. But 
God, it makes me sick. And I love Deshaun, and I'm not throwing him into the fire either because we don't know. But I am going to, at the very least, you have to give the women a chance. And the fact that this community refuses to even do that is just, it makes me so, it makes me so upset is the word I'll use. Sick is another word I could use. It's just, be better, guys. Like, I'd like to think we're better than this, you know? Yeah, I agree. And I'm, I'm going to lay out both sides just for our listeners. Um, not that we want you to make an informed decision towards either side, because quite frankly, the benefit of a doubt should only give you one side. That's my opinion. Uh, let me spell it out for you, Ryan, and for our listeners. At last glance, you might have seen more today. 22? Oh, my. Is it up to 22. I know it's at least 22. Oh, my goodness. Oh. 22 oh. civil civil lawsuits against Deshaun Watson. Let's look at the facts. Civil lawsuits are straight up suing someone. Mm-hmm. There is nothing criminal about that in American courts. That is someone suing someone else for X deed. However, if the police investigate and they find some other claim or accusation, they can turn that into a criminal lawsuit, which could lead to things such as jail time. So people wondering why isn't Deshaun Watson you know, being arrested right now? That's why. I think that also Here's- makes it interesting when people are like, oh, the Texans are sabotaging him. Well, not so much. That's only that's one theory I've not heard. The more prominent one I've heard is Deshaun Watson paid these women to say that just so the Texans would drop them. Uh, really? I, I haven't heard that one. I've heard a lot of conversation because apparently one of the guys who's the head of the civil suit lives near the Texans owner. So they're like, oh, the Texans have set it up. But it's also like, why would they do that exactly? What are the Texans? Exactly. What do well, they gain? Who? And also, if you're Sean, who in the right mind would be like, here, I'm going to pay you to sue me and ruin my reputation and fan base and the community I've built around me yeah, just so a football team can cut me that's paying me millions of dollars. We saw uh, Tackerst McKinley, I think his name is, a former first-round pick of the Falcons, just go, hey, I suck. Why would you trade for me? And then they cut him. That's the strategy, not this crap. Like, come on, guys. Be better than that. Exactly. And push comes to shove, just retire like Gronkowski did. But that's another story. Let me get into this before we get into our next 20-minute cutoff. Um, 22, at least, civil lawsuits against Deshaun Watson. We talked about the difference between civil and law. Here's what's suspicious about it. Okay. One side, one group of people saying 22 people. How on earth are people ignoring this? How are people still quiet about this? The other side is... 22 people. How on earth is there not a single criminal allegation in any of those 22? Because if you're Deshaun Watson and you commit these crimes, or not crimes, you do these deeds, how how are none of them criminal accusations? You know what I'm saying? If they're all along the lines of X, and I'm not going to say X, I'm not going to say like what it actually is, I'm just going to like try and keep this G for everyone. Mm. But if this is the line of accusations, how you're telling me 22 of them, given what the accusations are, none of them are criminal. Now, wait, 
because I know you're going to want to combat that. Mm-hmm. I want you to know, Ryan, that I am on your yeah, side. Yeah, obviously. We're having a discussion. That's your thought process. Let me go back to Ryan's point. If it takes this much effort for people to speak up, do you really think they want to involve themselves in a criminal lawsuit with little to no evidence? And let me also ask you this question, all right? You're making you make the criminal lawsuit. Do you think it actually works? Do you think he gets found guilty? It, do you think anything happens to him? It's America. We're the most broke country when it comes to like criminal lawsuits that there is. Granted, we're a free country and everybody's like, oh, America, freedom. Like, yeah, we have freedom, but we don't know how to use it. You know? And that's what's so disappointing is that on social media, you can have these people that have been hurt. They've been hurt bad. And you look in the comment section of your post, it's those same comments you read to me earlier. How about that not all men trend? Like, this is not a political statement on any means. This is just a be a decent human being statement, right? Mm. Like, yeah, congratulations. It's not all men. You're right. But the very fact that you're willing to use that as an excuse for the men who really are at fault shows really how shallow you are. Yeah, like why? Why? Like, my question is, why are you taking offense to that statement if you know it's not all men? Because let's look at it this way: you got a farmer who owns chickens, and they slaughter the chickens. They sell them. <laughs> one of those chickens has salmonella and gets a customer sick, and people protest because someone sues whoever sold them that chicken because we made them sick. People are like, "Not all chickens! Not all chickens! Really?" I'm a normal chicken that doesn't have salmonella here. Just like in this situation, I am on the not all men's side because I'm not a man doing those type of things. Yeah. But I'll take, I'll take offense to it because that shouldn't excuse those who really are at fault. I don't want to even be in the same breath as those type of people. That's the type of guy I am. And so people listen to this are like, I didn't come here for a political argument. This, is, this isn't political. This is looking at the facts, looking at what's happened with Deshaun Watson and the Houston's organization and Houston's organization and really just shaking my head. And I'll, like I said, there's only one benefit, benefit of the doubt and that's everybody's. We don't know right now. There's zero facts on the board that we know, but we have to give the ladies at least a benefit of the doubt because they've come so far to try and speak up for themselves. And so I guess what I'm trying to get at here for anybody listening to this, and they're like, what on earth is this guy saying? Like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about, whatever. You can have that opinion. I don't care. I literally just compared civil lawsuits to sick chickens. Like, old choice. On on a football podcast. (laughs) Like, what on earth are the two dudes? I mean, just a few moments ago, I said, like, I'm not that type of person. I don't want y'all to think that personally it would make me feel bad if someone were to listen to this and be like oh this person's excusing the actions of criminals that's not who i am that's what i meant earlier i'm not trying to side with anyone but i do want to 
I think it's only fair that we look into these accusations with as much seriousness and integrity as we can. And if something wild happens and all 22 happen to be completely fraudulent or fake or whatever, my apologies to Deshaun, but... No, don't like, apologize. You're doing your due diligence. It, it's not like it's an insult to the guy if you go, hey, he might have done a thing. You've never met him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Still, like, you know, either way, you're messing with someone's reputation here. It's either the victims or the aggressor. And whoever that is, we don't know yet. We have we have a pretty good idea. There is a lot of voices on one side and one Houston football quarterback on the other. But we don't know. We don't know for sure. That's all I'm going to say about it. Ryan, go ahead. The final point I wanted to make, and I wanted to touch on it a little bit earlier with the conversation of would he be found guilty? We talked about Kareem Hunt. We have video footage of him kicking a woman on the ground. And he got like, what, half a season? And then side with a new team? We saw the Ray Rice incident. That was botched horrifically. Like, Guys, let's not sit here and pretend that if he is guilty of this crime, the league's going to treat it the way they should. It's one thing to stand up and do it in the justice system in general, which is honestly a flawed system, in my opinion, just top to bottom. But to do it when you also know that they've got an entire fanboy legion who, again, Deshaun does not know you exist, guys. Don't act like your friends. Don't act like you know them who are all going to take the moment you make any comment and go after you. That's, I don't know. Like that's such another level. Like I obviously if it's fake, they should be punished accordingly. Sure. Whatever. We all agree on that. That's a thing. Should be, should be a federal crime. Cool. I'm cool with that. That shouldn't be your first thought. Give the women credit for standing up. I hope that, I don't know what I hope. I hope that at the end of the day, we come to the correct decision. And if I'm entirely wrong about this and all of them lied somehow, good for Deshaun, I guess. And if he didn't, I hope. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, it's not good for him. Like, well, no, guys... obviously better good than that than be. Well, I can't try to keep this PG, so I can't repeat. But the serial um, assaulter is what I'll call him. Better that than be that you know what i mean like obviously there's I mean, no, th- no good i think the be- i think the best option is to not do any of that on either degree or level if that's what you want to call it too i mean right now we have no proof for anything no but at the same time we need to show respect these are people who are working hard to speak out and stand up for themselves I don't know it. It hurts me just thinking about that possibly being true. And Ryan, what I'm about to say might make you a little bit mad, but you know, there's a lot of stuff that happened with Ben Roethlisberger earlier in his career. Um, I'm not, again, we're keeping it GPG, but that ruins someone's reputation for a while. You may love Ben Roethlisberger as a quarterback. You may love Ben Roethlisberger as a person. If you do, 
you know we can't help everybody. But, um... <laughs> no, um, you may like Ben Roethlisberger as a quarterback, but at the end of the day, I can't watch one of his games and go, I can stand behind that guy. You know, that's that's what this type of stuff does to people. And granted, like I said earlier, civil, criminal lawsuits, different things. They were treated accordingly, but then again, the NFL stepped in and saved the day for their superstar players because they're the NFL. They do what they want. Um, my whole point with this is Deshaun Watson, 10 years from now, I don't want to be watching his games on TV and going, man, I really can't stand behind that guy. I agree. You know? But I'd rather, if that's the guy he is, I'd also rather know than not. Exactly. Like, push comes to shove. If that is what happened, that's what I will be doing, without a doubt. Because that's probably what we should do. That's probably what everyone should do. And you know, the beauty of freedom, freedom of speech, or whatever you want to call it, is you can have whatever opinion you want. You know, in America, you have the right to be wrong. You do. Oh, well. That's just our take on that. I suggest we go back to football because people are probably like, man, didn't know I was watching the news. Um, anyways. They're flooding our DMs already. Flooding our DMs already. Yeah. All, all like six of y'all who stuck with us throughout our little mini vacation. All right. So quarterback carousel, do we want to keep following it? Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz. Not bad. For who? I don't remember. <laughs> it's at the point where it's like one side is not bad, the other side is bad. And honestly, at this point, it could be either team. Uh, it was Colts got a second and I think a later round pick for him. I think it was like a second or it gave up. Sorry, they gave up like a second and a sixth. I think that's not a great value if you're the Eagles, like. If the Cowboys can give Dak Prescott $40 million per year after he went and twisted his ankle on national television, and by twisted, I mean snapped that thing like a twig, Ooh. then um, <laughs> then the Eagles probably could get more for Carson Wentz. But, you know, I, that's just I, not... I don't quite agree with that comparison, but I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, and there is a difference, because Dak Prescott, before his injury was playing lights out, was he not? Oh, he was. Now, admittedly, people are going to go, oh, but he was stat-padding. Yeah, because his defense was historically bad. Like, kind of hard to hold him accountable. That He was on pace to break records at the end of the day. And here's the thing. Um, people aren't going to want to hear this. Do you remember, uh, I don't know if we talked about it in the lot, the one that didn't make it, but remember when they made the comparison of him to Tom Brady? Yeah. And it got blown way out of proportion. Here's the thing. Dak Prescott is not Tom Brady. He does not have the accomplishments of Tom Brady. He probably won't have the tenure of Tom Brady. And I think skill, I don't know. I, I, I never know how to gauge Tom Brady skill-wise. But he's not Tom Brady. But what him and Tom Brady have is that dog mentality, that leadership that cannot be matched. The moment Dak Prescott went down, that was a that was it. The whole season was done. No matter what. You could see it in the sidelines. You saw it on the field. You saw it in management. It was over. The boys 
play for him, they'd fight for him. He could not walk away from that team. If Dallas loses Dak Prescott, that's it. It's over. They had to pay him. And that's probably the most remarkable thing about Dak is that guys love him. They love him. Wentz? Atrocious. He got benched by a QB who then got benched for Nate Sudfield. And that was a stupid call. I mean, yes and no. I get it. Sudfield himself is still young. They want to see it. No, it wasn't tanking. Stop it. The Jaguars literally played, was... they literally played Mike Lennon in Jacksonville for half the season over Gardner Minshew. Don't talk to me about tanking. It was pretty much tanking. Here's okay. I know we've already had this argument and we can't have it again, but the two points I will make well, three points. Firstly, I hate the Eagles, so for me to be defending them, you know I believe it. Number two, I feel like most teams tank at this point. Don't forget, the Jets were a team this year. Until they you know they blew it in two weeks in a row. But oh my god, that team was awful. And you know what? Even if they did deliberately tank, the Giants still didn't belong in the postseason. They shouldn't have been anywhere near it. Neither should Washington, but especially the Giants. They won six games. But that's neither here nor there. That's old. We've had that argument before. Carson Wentz. Who boy, he was bad. He was bad, and the Colts are going to take him. They're going to try to fix him up. Colts have a good history with quarterbacks. You know, you look at it, Luck and Manning. That's it. That's all I need to say to you, and you know, you know you're doing okay. I think they can do it. I like the combination of him and Frank Wright back together. I think with Rivers gone, he serves as probably, if nothing else, he's a bottom-tier starter, which not great, but okay. I mean, I don't hate the move for Indianapolis. It's a shame for the Eagles that they couldn't even turn around and get a first for him, but they weren't going to. You know what I mean? It just it wasn't going to happen. It's just how quickly they turned on him, man. That's the way markets like Philly work. And it's a shame. I don't think once I don't think he has that. Like, I know that conversation's been had a lot about like the Philly mindset. Yeah. I can kind of agree he didn't really have that. But the Philly mindset is also a brutal one. It's brutal. So, honestly, as a Cowboys fan, if he goes to Indianapolis and succeeds, I won't be mad. In fact, squirming Eagles fans will make me quite happy. I just think there's way more boom-bust potential here, and I like the boom a little more than I'm worried about the bust, you know? Eh. Okay. That's literally, I think, the only way to describe what you just said, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Care to elaborate? Do I agree? I want I want to. Do I? I kinda do. I really think I need to see more football. And I know that's kind of like a weird thing to say. But I want to see how teams perform next season. I want to look at the management. I want to see how they perform by record, especially with 17 games instead of 16. Um, 
they either tank, they didn't tank. It's neither here nor there. Carson Wentz going to Indianapolis. We wish him all the best. Frank Reich says, wow, this kid's good. America says, wow, Frank Reich, you're blind. Um, is Am I right there? I feel like that's basically what's been happening, yeah. You've, t- you've summarized the events pretty well. And, you know, let me just say this. I hope I'm wrong about Carson Wentz, and I hope I'm wrong about Andy Dalton because I'm sure they're decent guys. At least I hope they are. Um, I want to be proven wrong. Like, when I say these bold takes, even with Chicago, like, I want to be wrong. I wish nothing but the best for these teams. I'm not rooting for myself to be right. I'm rooting for myself to be wrong on behalf of all the fans who are loyal to their teams. Um, we got to move on, though. Let's keep riding the quarterback carousel for just a moment. This will probably be our last stop unless we're missing something crazy. Uh, just a few bits of news for you. Out of Washington, Alex Smith cut by Washington because you know what? They're kind of just a crappy organization if you hadn't figured that out. Uh, um, did, you, uh, did you see Dan Snyder just bought all the minority shares of the team too? Oh. It's not getting any better. It's not getting any better. He seems to be getting a little like, – he seems more hands-off, which is good, but I'm sorry, Washington fans. You're dealing with him for a long time to come. Not only that, like, he also said the name Washington football team is starting to stick around. I and like People it. are starting to like it. I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. I think it's kind of, I think it's got a unique ring to it because it's just so, it's unique, you know? I'm sorry. You crazy? A little. Don't get me wrong. Think of all the marketing opportunities the Washington organization is blowing if they don't find the new name after this season. They, they confirmed it's sticking around another season while they work on more ideas. Unfortunately, there, it, it could be Washington football team for a long time. Either way, my point is with the quarterback carousel, Alex Smith out. Just kind of done him dirty. Was he on a weird contract? Yeah. Like, let's give him that. He was on a contract they needed to drop him for cap. But again, like, it came out that they had no faith in Alex Smith whatsoever throughout his recovery. And he won comeback player of the year within that same organization. I why do I have to defend all my rivals tonight? Gosh darn it. I I I think it's you know, obviously it's sucky that he knew they didn't believe in him. But let's let's level for a moment, all right? If you're a head guy on the Washington football team and there's this quarterback who you kind of put his contract on IR. He's got this horrible injury, and it's like, all right, cool. Like, he's – like, it sucks. Like, you're helping him with the med bills, but, like, his contract's kind of off the books. And he's like, hey, I want to come back and play. And he's 36. He's coming off that, and you're going to have to put his contract back on the books. You've got other quarterback options in-house. No. You don't – you don't want that. Like, at the end of the day – you want him to be able to, A, not count against your contract, and B, have a Ryan Shazier ending where he gets to, you know, function again and be with his family. You're telling me that you blame this team for a 37-year-old quarterback coming off that injury, making that money, that they weren't all hands on deck for him coming back? I, I can't give them too much crap for it. It's just crappy that he knew about it. That's my only issue with it. 
I respectfully disagree. Fair. And here's where I'll lie. I will be the first to tell you I have bias in this situation. I've been a Chiefs fan for a long time. He obviously played for the Chiefs for five years, took to the playoffs multiple times, and literally everybody says great things about him, his character, and we've all got to know him more as fans because of his his inspiring story. Washington kind of did him dirty. Now let's flash back a moment before he goes to Washington, or when he's going to Washington, he leaves the Chiefs. People are like, oh, Chiefs did him dirty. No, this was the plan. This was always understood by both parties. Mahomes was taking over. You were going to tutor Mahomes, train Mahomes, be the guy for a while. Things don't work out with Mahomes. So be it. But they played the best cards they could given the situation. And so Alex Smith goes to Washington, and it's unfortunate he gets injured. Then you have an organization that's paid you X amount of dollars to be a quarterback for them who doesn't believe in you whatsoever. Yeah, consider the injury. Horrific injury. You just hope the guy can survive. Then you hope he can enjoy the rest of his life functioning. You never dream he can play football for you. But he did. And he didn't do that bad whatsoever. Considering the circumstances, at least. Considering the circumstances, considering the team he had at that moment. But let me just say something as well to defend Washington as a team. You signed Taylor Heineke to a great contract. Was it four point something million a year for two years? Isn't it just That's four? Just an, Isn't it like straight up four? It's, and no, it's a little bit more. It's like eight point seven something million for two years. But um, that's not bad. That's enough proving time. Yeah, I mean, and you also signed Ryan Fitzpatrick from Miami, which is another team for him. So good for him. I think they sign Henneke, $4 million. If he doesn't quite pan out, that's a little pricey for a backup, but it's it's manageable. Uh, Fitzpatrick, I loved his quote he gave uh, about every week is a revenge week because he's just, at this point, he's playing for everyone. I don't know if you saw that one. Mm-hmm. I love I him. I hate that I have to cheer against him. I love him. But I think... I think that's going to be a good room because you've got Henneke who's got that passion and maybe doesn't know things. And you have Fitzpatrick who, you know, just defies time and space. You're right. And let's not, let's not, let's not kid ourselves. Uh, Fitzpatrick made one of the best throws all season last season with the face mask throw to the sideline to yeah. ice the game or at least lead to the game winning field goal. It was something like that. Anyways, great player people think very highly of him for Alex for my point about Alex Smith it was just really crappy that they knew about it and the lack of support they showed along the way kind of telling yes kind of telling about the organization I was close to buying a Washington football team jersey Alex Smith's number one because Alex Smith is my second favorite player in the league two because (laughs) Washington football team I wanted to be a memer um neither of those things are going to happen now for obvious reasons. It's just super disappointing in my opinion. And they kind of did him dirty. That's my take. Um, and I've recognized my bias. I do. Oh, well, we're about at our last segment of the show. We have the biggest all season news yet ahead, as well as our, of course, shout outs to close out the podcast episode. BRB. 
All righty, Ryan. Ryan, define the 2021 NFL offseason in one player. In one player. Um, I'm going to I'm going to go with Juju. Really? Are, are are you dumb? No, hear me out. Because there's a lot of players who we looked at and went, "Oh, you know, like they're gone." Like the whole Buccaneers roster. We're like, "Oh man, Buccaneers are losing a bunch of players." And no. They aren't. And they, they signed everyone back that they said they would, which is quite impressive actually. Very very great job. And not to mention, you look at some of the money given out. Now, not to the Patriots' tight ends, mind you. Those guys got paid. But a lot of the guys, you're like, I feel like you could have gotten a little bit more. Obviously, there's no perfect player comparison. But I don't know. I feel like a few of the angles lined up. And it got me to throw in the Juju news as a little bit of a side bonus. And it got a good reaction out of you. So I consider it to be a great pick. You mean to tell me, for the entirety, of the 2021 NFL offseason, the biggest groundbreaking news, the biggest shape and image that's, that's of not the question that, you asked. That's not the question. The asked. question I asked was describe the 2021 offseason in one player. And you oh, said, okay. hold on. I thought you meant like a comparison. You just mean the biggest name. Okay. Now now I'm following you. Sorry. I was I'm, I, I mean the biggest news, really. Oh, I'm I'm going Kenny Galladay. How dumb are you? Who are you going with? Let's hear. Let's hear your take. JJ Watt. No, I disagree. You have got to be out of your mind. I love JJ Watt. I was cheering for JJ to go to Pittsburgh because you know the brother connection. A man, a man can dream. You were avoiding it on purpose, silly. You. I should have known. Okay, let's talk about JJ Watt. Because they'll come at our heads if we don't. Sound good? I'm good with it. Like, they will come at our heads with spears and a whole bunch of weaponry and, like, chop our heads off and all that good stuff if we don't talk about J.J. Watt. I'll be honest. Uh, I think he's a little bit more of a name now. He's still very good. Don't get me wrong. But he's one of those names that carries so much power. You know what I mean? I think getting him is a big boost to the defense of a team that didn't make the playoffs. Him and Hopkins is hilarious. Uh, please trade Kyler Murray for Watson one for one. Just just do it. Are you? No, no, not, not right now. I, two weeks ago, I was a yes. But right now, that'll be a no. Um, yeah. Kyler Murray, Fair. Uh, midgets for the win. Um, let's talk about this for a quick second. JJ asked to be traded, didn't happen, asked to be cut, wish granted. This is a Bill O'Brien team that's not involved with the Texans anymore, and Houston lets him go. They cut him. So he tests free agency, and he stirs the pot a little bit, and he's like, where am I going to go? I could go to Green Bay, I could go to Pittsburgh, play my brother, woohoo! And Brian's heart got broke when he chose Arizona. No. United with Hopkins. I knew we weren't getting him. There was no, there was no legitimate hope. Just like, hey, that'd be funny. Yeah, I mean, you're right. It would be funny, and the whole situation was really disappointing for 31 NFL franchises. Like, even the Chiefs fans had a little bit of hope. 
Like, where did you find that in your cap? Which reminds me, we got to talk about the whole salary cap situation and teams now restructuring, becoming a huge facet of the offseason, probably more than it has in seasons past. Uh, for instance, the Chiefs, who, like, re-signed Mahomes, uh, Travis Kelsey, and Chris Jones, like, restructured all their co- contracts. That's just a whole other mess. Taysom Hill. Yeah, yeah, like a whole bunch of big-name players, and they're not necessarily taking cuts. They're changing how they get paid, and a a few of them are taking cuts, just straight up a few of them are. Um, That's kind of how it happens. You know, you're kind of rolling the dice on, can I afford this in the future? And you hope the answer is yes, but this at least gives you time to plan out how you're going to earn more money and stay above the cap or below the cap. I'm not good at finances. I'm not good at money. So I'm just going to go back to JJ Watt. He goes to Arizona. Good luck, JJ. Like all of America loves you. So you got that going for you. Also, can we just give a little bit of props to Houston for actually going, you know what, man, you've done this much for us. Sure. And actually letting them go. Cause they could have gotten a mid round pick for him if they had waited long enough, but they said, you know what? Like, Thank you for your service. Like, if this is what you want, we will honor your request. And I got to admit, I do respect that. They're a clown how, show, dumpster fire, but I respect it. How bad do you think this guy is? He's worth at least a first round. No, but they're not getting a first for him. He's not. Oh, because they're Houston. My bad. No one's going to look at that team with that leverage and go, yeah, we'll give you a first. And I think he's probably – I don't know if he's late first at this point, but, like, no one's going to go, oh, yeah, this guy's demanding out. Here, have a first. No. Realistically, you're probably getting a third, maybe a late second for him if you really play your cards right because you have no leverage. So you could have gotten that, but instead you go, you know what, man? Like, thank you. Make your own call. And I, but I we know, respect that. But we know he's worth at least a first. It's just how – everything was portrayed or things going on within the organization that forced him to just be cut and not even traded whatsoever. I think, I think they could have traded him if they wanted to. I I think they could have gotten a return, even if it was a pitiful return still would have been more than they got. And you know what? I need to say something nice about the Texans at some point. So this is it boys. Good job. You handled it with dignity. Texans fans. We'll see you crying. Bears fans, we'll see you crying. Chiefs fans, don't pull your hair out just yet. Enjoy the Super Bowl win from two seasons ago. Um, You'll need it to get you through this season, possibly. Or it could be another win. We don't know. Steelers Um, fans, stop watching Days of Our Lives, please. It's not working. It's not helping. Yeah. Stop writing in your playbooks, too. Like Y'all need to stop being such drama queens. Cowboys fans... Just hope Dax 100%. That's all I've got for you guys, really. That's it. <laughs> Bengals fans, remember when you had Andy Dalton and now you have Joe Burrow? We don't really know what to say about that except for good luck? Getting off line. Okay, oh. there's a high demand for that right now, just saying. I don't care. I don't want to see his brain matter on the field by week seven getting offensive line. That's very true. Um, how about this? Joe Burrow, good luck. Bengals, get yeah. your act together. Uh, so, do we want to talk about a few of the wide receivers to go off the market? Because there have been some big ones. 
Uh, may as well, but make it quick. Uh, Kenny Galladay, huge signing for the Giants. Huge. I know that I'm... you think I've overstated it. Kenny Galladay is an elite talent. He's been playing on the Lions, for goodness sake. What do you expect the man to do? His numbers are incredible. He goes to a giant team that, you know, the QB is a huge downgrade. But the rest of the team, uh, maybe. I mean, you got Saquon. You got a couple pieces that are nice. A couple nice tight ends. Although, I don't know what's happening with Rudolph, so we'll actually see on that one. I love that signing for them. I think that brings them a huge amount of relevance that they need, and it gives Jones another weapon to succeed. Uh, Washington football team gets Curtis Samuel. Great signing. Underrated player. Goes well with McLaurin. Uh, Juju goes back to Pittsburgh, as I mentioned before. Very unexpected. Takes a huge pay cut. Chooses no to your very beloved Kansas Chiefs because he wants to wear the black and gold. And I don't care. I don't want him. That's the thing. Like Ultimately, feel how you want to feel about him. You have to respect the loyalty. You have to respect I, the loyalty. I give him props for that 100%. Um, I actually really admire that. So good for you, Juju. You know what, man? Like I know I've had my beef with you, Juju. You are talented, and if you know what, you put your head down and you get back to what you were in your rookie season. I can love you again. Uh, I'm trying to think of anyone else. I think that's generally most of the receivers. Uh, Sammy Watkins is still on the market, though. I'll be interested. May I? You go. May I remind you, I just need to remind everybody, this is the same wide receiver that thought he was abducted by aliens during quarantine. Okay, everyone spends their time differently, and I will choose not to judge. Like, I kind of had a feeling about him, and then we signed him back, and I'm like, oh, dope. And then he was okay for us. He's not that good. He's good. He can. He's fast. He's good. Legion of Zoom, whatever. McCole Hardman's better. Yeah, I like his raw talent, but I haven't seen him put it together yet, and he's uh, he's kind of run out of time to take that next step. Well, he's also never been in the driver's seat. He was in it a little bit more this past season, but only on the slot a few plays, and they're going to guard the middle of the field if you, if you go down deep routes because of Tyree Kill, so it didn't really matter. Yeah, You play two deep safeties, and yeah, you expect him to outrun everyone, but with no offensive line, who really cares? Um, oh, I just realized, I totally, I got a question for you, right? I totally missed one of the wide receivers. Okay. Nelson Aguilar to New England. Boom or bust? To New England? I thought he went to Las Vegas. No, he was at Las Vegas last year. He signed with the Patriots. Two years, 26 mil, I believe it is. Two-year how many? $26 million. Well, when the NFL is basically just giving you money, you can do what you want. I don't care. But do you think he'll do well? No. Really? No. Um, got to side with Eagles fans and Raiders fans on that one, and that one hurts to say. Oh, the Raiders but... fans loved him. He was great last year. With the Raiders? Yes. I don't know. I need evidence. And right now, the Patriots don't really have a good quarterback to show me that evidence. Um, I trust Bill Belichick, oddly enough, but I don't really care. <laughs> Go ahead. Go to New England. Congrats on, you know, getting 26 mil. 
go like buy a house or something with it. You seem very. I feel like you have something you've been trying to say, and I haven't been letting you say. It. Is there is there something you want to get to? No, it's actually oddly enough, it's like I've said everything I want to say. I'm I'm at peace right now in the NFL world. You just really don't care about Nelson Aguilar, do you? No. All right. Uh, let me see. There's a few more points I can get to. Um, as a Steelers fan, Bud Dupree goes to the Titans, coming off a major injury. That one does hurt a little bit. He was good for us. And also for the Titans, a little bit skeptical, but also not a terrible decision. I mean, he's a short-term, I think it was a couple-year deal. He's a good, good player. He took a while to get here, but he did really well. A lot of people were like, oh, he's a product of Watt. No, not quite. Watt helped, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's TJ Watt, but at the end of the day, you know, he's a good player. You hope the injury doesn't come back to bite him, but if he refers to 80% of his form, it's going to be a fine contract. Well, what else you got? Um, I don't have anything in front of me, which means we're definitely missing something huge. Van Noy went back to the Patriots, which is kind of funny because they get a fourth-round compensatory pick and then get the player back a year later. Bill Belichick worked yeah. in mysterious ways. I'm not complaining if I'm a Patriots fan. Uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be the starter. That's going to be laughable. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later. But, man, I just want to say how excited I am for him to be a starter. I've really got to say I don't think that's a bad move, and I actually kind of trust him. It's a good move. You have to do it. But, man, he did not earn it last year. Well, he didn't earn it, but... Neither did anybody else who's in front. Well, Carson Wentz kind of did. You know, Carson Wentz MVP season. Wasn't he an MVP? Like, Yes, 2017? Yeah, because that was the year Mahomes got drafted, I think. He was like, wait. He either won it or he got injured near the end and didn't win it. Because he did get injured that season, I'm pretty sure. But the injury might have cost him. The injury might have cost him MVP. I don't remember. I don't remember too well either. However, he's your starter just because he's your starter. Didn't really earn it for the season. So you put Jalen Hurts in. He didn't earn it either because he was thrown through the wolves. And I've been high on Jalen Hurts from the beginning pretty much. We're just going to see what happens. Um, oh, well, question mark. Can I just say that like that division should be a bloodbath? Like realistically, the Eagles... Yo. Return to form. But if all that happens and Mike McCarthy isn't a terrible head coach, good things should happen. Washington's a bit more of a question mark because they have huge questions of QB position, but that defense is incredible. They added some nice weapons. Antonio Gibson is a nice running back. That team should be solid. Giants, well, we'll see on Saquon and we'll see on Daniel Jones. Defense is pretty good. Not quite Washington good, but pretty good. That division should be a bloodbath next year. They should be fun to watch at least. They'll beat up on each other a it's lot. It's going to be fun, um, I, no matter what. I do, see the, I do see the Eagles coming in last, and I kind of have the Cowboys winning it, in all honesty. Um, that's just my the opinion. Cowboys um, the Cowboys should win it. 
maybe Washington should, but will they? And by the way, just so you know, there was a time when you cut out there, and there I can't like get that back. And it may be that it actually did record and just didn't go through my headset. Who knows? Uh, we'll worry about that we'll later. All right. Um, you have 30 seconds. Give me your free shout-out. Ooh, man, my free shout-out is going to be the fans for supporting us to this break, I think. I think it's the obvious choice. Yeah, and we've never done this before, but I'm going to have to second that. That's also my free shout-out. To those who stick with us during this, like, two-month-and-a-half-ish break, your, your real ones, we're going to get more uh, consistent, pretty much. We're, we have a lot of new stuff happening. Um, announcements. Our next episode, which is either this weekend or the next, I don't quite know which one, is going to be the roast episode, as promised. Oh, it's coming. I'm excited for it. Ryan is handling all NFC teams, while I'm handling the AFC teams, which means I have to roast the Chiefs. Uh, Don't forget, the Steelers are mine. Oh, right, right. I forget. You get to roast the Steelers. Here's the, here's the thing I want to point out, and it's the core difference between us. You're like, oh, man, I got to roast the Chiefs, and I'm just like, the Steelers are mine. I want them. I have anger <laughs> that I need to get out, and they're going to be my victims. <laughs> roast episode coming out. It'll be before the draft. That's all I'll say there. And then we will have an NFL draft episode, and that will close out the first season before we go on our official, official hiatus from the NFL. You see, at the end of the last episode we recorded for the Super Bowl, we mentioned we were going to be gone for a little bit, just taking a casual break. We ended up taking that break anyways, minus the episode getting posted, because, again, you know, user error and program error complicated stuff i don't feel like explaining the point is we're back and if you don't listen to football or if you're done listening to football in season one you can always tune into the hockey podcast which season two starting up to do hockey podcast this saturday sunday ish i think we're going to try our best um also look for the limited series two dudes baseball coming out this summer right probably we're we haven't nailed on the official details on when and where, but we do intend on making it. Although, I don't know if we should wait till summer. We got spring training on right now. It's uh, might be time. I'm just saying, might be soon. Might be I'm, sooner. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna warn you. I'm in school right now, and it's, it's testing season. I'm not gonna be able to do anything. Until ah, summer. darn! Figured I'd try. Like I'm, ex- I'm just as excited as you are. I bought MLB TV. Like. I'm oh, ready. All I need, but all I need we'll is Sportsnet. They got all the Blue Jays games. That's all I care about. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, anything else? Uh, Ryan? Yes, one more thing. You, the big college football fan, I'm sure, are very glad to say that EA is bringing back college football games. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah, EA Sports is bringing back a college football game. We don't necessarily know if it's going to be NCAA like it was or if it's going to be called something else. Well, whatever they decide to do, we're really excited about it. And then they said it would be like two, three, four years. And we're like, oh. I think it's 2023 they're aiming for, but I could be wrong. Well, they better hurry up with it because I'm really, really, really excited. Um, Cannot wait for that. Literally – 
almost cried because that's <laughs> you know people are like that's my childhood but like that was actually my childhood like <laughs> y'all don't you hadn't lived until you like truck somebody with the Oregon duck mascot like i'll take their word all right <laughs> yeah he's like i'm a canadian i don't care all right but canadian thing just, i just don't like, care about college football we've discussed this yeah but i mean you don't care about college football because you're a sure that's what we'll go with i don't care about mark madness either does all that right. help well actually i don't really care about it either right now because my bracket was busted by four games yeah but i think that's everyone from what i've gathered yeah come on utah state like you should have done better oh well i literally i walked into my parents room and was like i have the perfect bracket they're like no you don't i'm like okay they were right <laughs> they were so right it's not like my dad's was any more perfect but you know at least his final four teams are still in the in like the playoffs which is kind of impressive seeing as it's, it's the sweet 16 oh well all right. Uh, unless you read anything else, I think I think I'm done for the day. I think I'm all tuckered out. Yep. Same here. All righty. Well, I'll go ahead and send us out, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Wyatt Fairman, as always. I'm Ryan Hosmer. This has been Two Dudes Out. Two Dudes Out. <laughs>